0: this
1: is NFL Not
0: Sunday with Ryan Hannibal,
1: Kirk Minahan, Rich Keith and Christian Fourier the ultimate football podcast. Let's get started with NFL Not Sunday. Now here's Ryan Hannibal. Happy New Year, everyone! And we're starting off New Year in a pretty big way, if I do say so myself. With a big guest this week on the podcast, NFL Network's Ian Rapport. Ian, thanks for joining me. And I know it's it's a busy time.
0: Yeah, no problem. Happy to do it. Is What's this happening? the is
1: this the busiest time of the year for you, or is it free agency, the draft, Super Bowl? What is it?
0: Um, I guess. Well, I guess free agency is probably busier just as far as the overall volume. Uh, but free agency, like the real hectic, crazy free agency. Really, it's only like five days or so, yep. you know, so um, it's crazy, but it's kind of over fast where you just go through a ridiculous five days and that's it. This one is like a three-week grind for like interview requests and dates and, you know, who's leading where and hires and and then staff and it's, just, you know, this is definitely sort of the most grueling yep. uh, and then once you get to senior goal, then generally you're home free. Yep.
1: All right, let's get right to it. What do you think the likelihood is? Two of the Patriots coordinators, one of or both, leave.
0: Uh, I would say right now, I think it's likely that both leave. Interesting. Um, I'm starting with Josh. I mean, first of all, you know, he every year it seems he's you know the most coveted candidate, and I mean his background, he's got experience, time where he can learn from the things that didn't go well in Denver, and sort of use them to apply it and, and. uh, obviously, you know, come out on the better side this time. You're not going to have to run personnel um, like he did last time. Uh, and you know, he's been very choosy as far as what jobs he he wants. Could have had San Francisco last year. Obviously, decided not to go through with that. Um, but this year, there's some really interesting, good jobs. I mean, you got the Giants um, with a really good GM now. You got a quarterback, but the team's picking two, so he can have a veteran and the chance to groom a young quarterback and a great franchise, and one that Bill Belichick knows very well and speaks very highly of. That would be one. Um, you got the Colts, you know, with Andrew Luck. I mean, that's a great thing. And him and Chris Ballard have a good relationship. Uh, you got the Titans possibly opening, you know, with Marcus Mariota. I think that's an interesting one. So I would think this year is the year where there will be enough good jobs that Josh would take so he would leave. Um, you know, Matt Patricia is a little bit of a different candidate. Doesn't have, you know, experience as a head coach, obviously, but is brilliant, um, has gotten more and more interviews recently. I think it's someone people are taking a hard look at. I mean, that Detroit job is, you know, for him uh, almost a perfect one. I mean, it's got Bob Quinn from New England. It's got an offensive staff that's great. It's got a team with a lot of talent where you can just come in and win. Um, I think he's got a really good chance there, so I think both quarter, uh, coordinators end up leaving.
1: Mm. I want to ask you about McDaniel's connection to Chris Ballard. W- where did that start, and what's their relationship like now?
0: Um, well, you know, I'm not sure where it started. Um, I do know that they know each other and they are uh, and they are friendly. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not quite sure the the origin of it, but you know, this is one. I mean, it's not like they're you know best friends or anything but you know when when I talk to some of these you know people around the league and try to figure out which relationships would work that's one that was described to me as one that would work very well um they they do know each other they do have a good relationship and I think that one would make a lot of sense
1: do you think Josh would like working with Andrew Locke I mean he and Tom Brady are obviously different quarterbacks but Josh has proven he can work with with other quarterbacks as well do you think that he would relish the opportunity to to work with him And, and how big of a question mark is his health
0: uh, he would definitely relish the opportunity to work with him, and you know his health is still a question, obviously. But I've talked to a lot of candidates, and nobody thinks that it's something that would hold them back. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. nobody thinks that it's it's something where, or maybe I don't want to take the indie job because they might have a quarterback disaster. Like there's a lot of optimism about Andrew Luck from a lot of these candidates. Um, so I think that that's that's one thing, and you know he is uh, he sort of has even though fans are frustrated, obviously, Uh, understandably so, because he was not healthy this year. You know, Luck has sort of mythical status among evaluators because he's so perfect as far as just the prototype of how you would build a quarterback. Um, So I think Josh knows that pretty well, and, yeah, I think he'd like to work with him.
1: What's the best fit, do you think, for Josh? Which team?
0: Best fit? Um, I don't know. I mean... That's what's interesting, you know. If Tennessee comes open, there's three. Yeah. Um, you know, the chance to groom a young quarterback is pretty awesome. Um, so you know, you got Eli in New York. You got Eli, and then drafting number two. I mean, that's there's a lot to like there. I don't know. That's tough to handicap one or the other. Um, there's just you know, unlike last year, there's a lot of really good opportunities for young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm.
1: Is the bear's job not not in play? I know his brother's there, but is that not in play right now? You think?
0: Um, I th- I think it's in play. Um, you know, I'm, I haven't I haven't been told that it's not in play. I know they requested. I'm not sure the actual interview schedule yet. And you're right, his brother's there. Certainly, certainly a good thing. And um, you know, I'm not sure exactly how many he's going to be able to do. Yep. Um, I know you know. A lot of people just take all the interviews. Josh McDaniels has never been like that, so you know we'll see how much time he has and and you know where the windows end up being and all that. Um, I I don't know. I, I think one you know an interesting thing with, with the Bears is you know what does he think of Trubisky? Mm-hmm. You know and what do and, and because you know the, when I talk to some of these guys. You know, some think he's going to be really good. Some think he's going to be Carson Wentz, but not all. Yep. Um, so you're going to f- sort of find out which, you know, assistants think, Car- think is going to be really good because those are the ones that are going to be lining up.
1: Mm. Let's switch things over to Patricia. Do you think it's really important for him to go somewhere that has a pretty good offensive foundation, like you mentioned, with, with the Lions?
0: I think it's a gift if he does. It's not necessary because, you know, I think, I mean, he's he's a younger coach, so you know, finding a staff and, and figuring out which way to proceed in the offensive side of the ball is so important. But if you go to the Lions, it's a given. I mean they're gonna get a new run game coordinator, but that's obvious, you know. But uh you know, having Jim Bob Cooper there, keep the offensive side of the ball intact. You got a franchise quarterback. You actually got a lot of talent on defense. Um that is an incredible situation. I mean that is just it really is. And Bob Quinn is great. Um it just I mean that's I can't talk enough about how great of a situation that is
1: mm-hmm. now when it relates back to New England do you think that there is any when, when these two go out to interview is are they knowing that bill is staying in New England for for the foreseeable future is that something that you know is spoken with to Josh or, or Matt
0: not to my knowledge yeah um, I, I haven't heard you know one thing about bill is he doesn't exactly talk about his uh, personal life and plans and contract situation. He doesn't really talk about any of that stuff. I haven't heard anything to to sort of point me toward the fact that he'd be leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know when, you know, it's the same thing with, with Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he wanted to play, and the only way to play is to, you know, leave New England because Brady could be around forever, literally forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that for Josh and Matt Patricia, they want to play, mm-hmm. you know, they want to have the chance to be a head coach themselves. And I, don't, I never got the sense that either of those guys are waiting around for Bill to leave. Because first of all, you don't even know if they'd get it. You know, some people can pick their successors, but not everyone. And I don't know which way that would go.
1: Yep. And another guy getting interest, Nick Casario. What are you hearing with him potentially, you know, interviewing for the Houston job?
0: Well, I know there's going to be interest, and that would, you know, obviously make a lot of sense. Um, they have a search firm. They've definitely identified, um, you know, a bunch of good candidates, and uh, I think Bill O'Brien would be someone who'd be incredible to work with. Um, I know he and, and Nick obviously know each other pretty well, and um, yeah, I mean, I think that would, I think that would make sense. Um, it's really just a question of does he want to leave, does he want a final say? I mean, the situation is so good in New England, he is like Bill Belichick's backbone. But does he want to go branch out and be on his own? And, um, you know, I think it's a good situation in Houston. You got a quarterback, you can win. It's not a hard division. Um, Does Rick Smith come back, and what's that like? I mean, there's a little bit of uncertainty there Mm -hmm. uh, in Houston.
1: Is there also a situation with Nick where it, it seems like from, from this perspective that he everyone in the NFL sort of knows that he's one that makes the decisions in New England and, and you know agents t- talk with him as opposed to directly with Bill sometimes, but maybe he wants that sense on the outside of that he's the one that's actually making decisions and have you know the official title is that something that you think plays into his mind
0: um i never got I've never gotten the feeling. That Nick Cassero is someone who really cares about credit for anything. Yep, I just have never. If he did, he would have been much more of a self-promoter than he is. You know, I mean, he does he does some media. I think he does fine, but he's not out there. Um, you know, has an agent this year, but hadn't had one in the past. If he was into getting credit, I think he would have. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just it's just a really a difference of being having final say or not, running the show or not. Yep. And, you know, he could be very, very comfortable in New England for, you know, built, Belichick coaching for the next 40 years or however long it's going to be, or he could want to run the show himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure, but I would imagine he wants to run the show himself.
1: Yep. We already mentioned it a little bit, but Jimmy Garoppolo, he's still pretty much the talk of the town here in Boston and, and the, you know, the decision to, trade, to trade him. D- do you
0: still... S- I- Stand Amen. by that? Why? Tell me, since I'm not there, tell yeah. me why he is the talk of the town.
1: He's still the talk of the town. You, you have people saying that all these conspiracy theories that Kraft forced Belichick to trade him, that Belichick was mad that he was forced to trade him, and that's why he only got a second-round pick. Um, that, that they traded the wrong guy. That Belichick usually, you know, trades the trades the older guy, you know, a year too a year early as opposed to a year too late. And, and so people just see the success that Garoppolo is having out there and are you know up in arms basically that that Belichick you know went against his beliefs and traded him. Um, I, I know at the time that you we talked about it that you you know were on board, board with the trade. Do you still think mm-hmm. that they should have made the trade, or has your thoughts changed after watching him play these
0: five games? A hundred percent. I think they made the right decision making the trade. Uh, as far as him only getting a second rounder, that happened. Well, two reasons. One, because that's basically the market for a young quarterback who's going to get a contract extension. You know, the market is a second rounder. Same thing. Castle got. Um, you know, Alex Smith was a proven commodity. He got traded for two second rounders, a little more, but not a ton more. That's just the market. I mean, he sought out the Niners wanted to make sure Garoppolo was in a great situation, which obviously he is, and sacrificed a little bit on draft picks to make sure that he was in a good situation. Um, but here's the thing about Bill Belichick, okay? He trades a lot, obviously. He talks to everyone, and I'm not sure there's a team he won't do business with. It helps him if this trade works out for both sides. The Patriots are going to get a second rounder. It's going to be much cheaper. It's going to be – might be a quarterback again, but we'll see. Uh, but it's definitely going to be much cheaper. Um, and it allows them, you know, big-time flexibility in the draft, which you can sort of do all sorts of fun things. And the Niners got their quarterback of the future. That's a win-win. And one thing that I was understood about Belichick trading is he does not want to win every trade. If you win every trade, you start to become like the Atlanta Braves used to be in the you know, early 2000s and 90s. Where if, you want, if the Braves wanted to trade you a pitcher, you'd run for the hills because you knew something was wrong with them. If Belichick trades, he wants it to be where he's not trying to screw you over. I think he likes when trades are successful for both sides because it just means more people are going to want to do business with you, more possibility for good trades. So I think I would imagine he's happy that Garoppolo is doing well and that it's a win-win. Let's say they didn't, let's say they didn't trade Garoppolo. There were options. You know, They had contract talks with him, tried to sign him up to a new deal in the spring. They could have done it. They could have done it, but Jimmy wanted to play. And and are you really going to trade Tom Brady for a young quarterback you just don't know what you have? I don't see it.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think that there was ever discussions between or ever a, a debate in Bill's head whether or not that he could potentially trade Tom Brady because of, of Robert Kraft hanging over, over his head?
0: I, I don't. From my understanding, inside the Patriots organization, trading Brady was never something that was on the table. It was simply not going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, go. Looking forward to the postseason, do you expect the Patriots to get back their guys like Chris Hogan and Rex Burkhead who have mess, missed the last couple of weeks? Uh,
0: yes and yes. Um, I don't know if Hogan could have played in the last game, but probably could have uh, as far as my, on my understanding. Rex Burkett, I think this was the plan where, as soon as he got injured, they thought he'd be able to come back. So when did they, they practice tomorrow? I'm yes, to remember. tomorrow, tomorrow, um, tomorrow, and Thursday. I don't know if those guys will be back for practice, but I would, I would imagine when they practice for the actual week that both those guys will be. I mean, we'll see how they heal, but that, that was my understanding that both those guys should be healthy and available.
1: And before I let you go, do you see a Super Bowl run in these Patriots, or do you think that this is a different team than some of the Patriots teams we've seen in the past? Or even if they have their flaws, the AFC also has their flaws as well, and they can sneak by it. What's your take?
0: Yeah, I mean, they're not not—they're definitely not perfect. Um, front seven's a lot different than I think people imagine New England front seven being. But uh, and injuries, obviously, played a big part in that. But if someone's – I mean, Steelers could beat them. That's going to be really good. But if it's not the Steelers, then who? I mean, I could have seen the Chargers. I could have seen the Ravens. Neither of those things are happening. The Jaguars, like, maybe. yeah, Because uh, their D is so nasty. But, like, Bill Belichick versus Blake Bortles, like, I'll take that, you know? Yeah. And, and Blake is playing well. But I'll still take that. G- I don't know, man. The Chiefs, I mean, I, I do you guess,
1: give them any, any hope in the, the division round, potentially?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that the Patriots went to school and what the Chiefs did to them last time. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to be caught off guard this time.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess everything goes according to plan. We'll be seeing you in Minneapolis for the Super Bowl.
0: It's going to be very cold, but yes, yeah, I'll be there regardless.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting primed for it here with the weather here this past uh, couple of weeks. Exactly. It's brutal. We all right, thanks, Martine. Really appreciate the time. know it's a busy time of the year. And uh, fans can follow you at Rapture if you're not already and find you on TV for NFL Network
0: 24-7. Thank you, man. Enjoyed it.